This is We Are What We Overcome. This episode has been recorded remotely during the COVID-19 pandemic. What you're about to hear are the ramblings and reflections of four ordinary people, drawing on their own personal and occasionally professional experiences. These conversations are unprepared, subjective, and should not be taken as medical advice or instruction. Anyone seeking help should always carry out their own research, or better yet, speak to a professional about their circumstances. Sit back, enjoy, and remember, it's good to talk. We Are What We Overcome on this occasion features musician Matt McGuinness, improviser Nick Tyler, media producer Neil Monroe, and psychotherapist Wes Evans. Hello everyone, welcome to We Are What We Overcome, a podcast about mental health, generally focusing on men's mental health and trying to help people uh, sort of talk about things and hopefully feel better about stuff, knowing that they can. Um, so yeah, uh, we, we meet up each month, uh, we put this out on Facebook and on in podcast as well, so please listen to any of the stuff we've done in the past. Um, we always start off uh, each week with uh, introducing ourselves and checking in. Uh, this week, our subject is going to be about being social and social masks, uh, how we socialise with people and potentially like a persona we might put on with that. So we're going to talk about that this week. Uh, but as I say, we're all, we're all going to check in first, uh, just as we feel we generally should uh, with people, actually genuinely listen, make sure we know people are feeling good, not just the casual, oh, are you okay? Fine, great. So, um, so yeah, so uh, we're, we're recording this on the 24th of uh, April, uh, 2021. So, yeah, so uh, we'll start with you, Matt. Uh, start with you. So how, how are you feeling? Uh, all right, actually. I mean, it's funny, uh, the last, well, not funny, I suppose, but in the last week I've been pretty stressed out. Um, and I, but because uh, we've got a, a dog now, I, I go for a walk every morning, and I've noticed how my mood changes by park cars, for instance. On Sundays, I'll I think, do you know what? I'll, that park cars right in the way, you have to cross the road, but maybe they've had an issue. Maybe they haven't been able to walk very far, you know. And then other days, they are the devil incarnate. <laughs> uh, and it's the same car, same person, same place. So it's just me that's changed. Um, so <laughs> that's how I, that's how I uh, measure my uh, my mental health at the moment. How I react to a parked car on a road uh, on a yes. pavement, roads are fine. <laughs> that doesn't sound at all crazy. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Where are you? I'm not too bad. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's dependent on the social mask that you're wearing on the day. Then, or the anti-social mask. Ah, yes, exactly. Uh, I'm not too bad either, yeah. Um, we're going through a bit of a transition at the at the moment, aren't we? Um, and it's pretty relevant to today's topic, I suppose. Um, noticing what it's like to reintroduce some of these aspects of our lives back into the mix. As you all know, I'm, I'm a psychotherapist, and so I'm working in that field uh, and have been throughout all of this. And it's even a, it's even a theme that I'm noticing is popping up into the work present is this idea of um, transitioning back into being more social and, and how we are with that so I've been reflecting on that for myself but also with clients quite a lot recently. so today should be an interesting conversation uh, but yeah as always feeling good to be checking in with you guys and, and, and having a talk so yeah. what about you Nick how are you doing 
All right, I've been back out in the garden for work, so I'm quite happy. I think now that we've gone, now it's reached maybe 12 degrees. That's clearly summer weather uh, and suitable for sitting outside for an entire day. Um, and you know that that makes a big change to my mood. Um, the lilac tree is coming into bloom. We got bluebells all through the garden. I got ridiculous cats chasing butterflies and birds. And as an environment, that it's really working for me. And uh, even though I've had a couple of days, where I feel like I've done absolutely nothing of value. Uh, I felt better just for being outside, um, and I've really liked that. So I'm a bit worn out, and I'm kind of tired, but I'm awake and caffeinated, um, which will help us through the morning. <laughs> so yeah, all right, I think overall, a lot of stuff going on as ever, but yeah, it'll be all right. How about you, Neil? I I am pretty good. Um, I was uh, on Wednesday this week. I did actually... F- realized I was uh, feeling a bit of stress and anxiety and I wasn't quite sure why it was and then I realized um as day went on it was a weird thing because I was doing I'd, I've been doing bits of stuff over the last few weeks I've done a little bit of photo editing of some photos I've not touched for a while so I was doing that I then had uh, a car going for a pair I was doing some sort of work and social stuff which I'll mention later on on Tuesday but Wednesday I didn't have anything and I ended up feeling a bit lost because I didn't have a structure. I was going, oh, I could do this, but I could do this. And I didn't do anything because I immobilized myself from doing stuff. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been good. I've, um, I've done a fair bit of walking this week, um, which I'll go into a bit more later on because that relates to the Tuesday thing, which I have definitely felt better from massively being able to sort of just go and sort of just doing a bit more exercise. Um, I've also, over the last few weeks, I've uh, read uh, the illustrated version of A Brief History of Time, which I finished last night, uh, which is amazing. I really enjoyed it. And um, I do actually have a copy that I got around the same year for the present of uh, Hawkins' The University in a Nutshell, which I thought, oh, this is a thicker book. And then I looked at it and went, oh, no, it's actually got fewer pages. It's just bound worse. Um <laughs> So, so yeah, but I'm I'm really chipper. I've I've interacted with a few people, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm quite happy. Splendid. Oh, I'm glad we're all, I'm glad we're all in a in a decent-ish sort of place. Um, it's strange that there are so many things in the, in this topic. It's quite hard to know where to go from. But I was reflecting yeah. that it kind of came out of our previous double episode chat about performance, because um, a lot of that was to do with introversion and extroversion that we didn't really get a chance to talk about, uh, and the sort of social value of being in a group. So I was wondering if, given that we have already started talking a little bit about the current situation, if we want to talk about what it is that socialising does for our mental health and then spin off into other bits and pieces, especially after a weird year of not really socialising, which has been uh, odd and kind of great. I think that's a good suggestion. So it seems to me that um, the, two, the two obvious main stances on that are that some people really thrive and crave social contact and and some people it's, it's an ongoing challenge isn't it i suppose if we're thinking about in terms of mental health specifically so for some people the thought of having to go out and interact with groups can can seem really kind of daunting and, and, and for other people if they're missing out on that they need more of it or want to get doing it as soon as possible maybe i'm simplifying it too much but i think it's definitely an aspect of that isn't it I, I've, I've suffered periods of sort of social anxiety uh, in my life where the, where the idea of going into Nottingham uh, into town being surrounded by people was absolutely appalling I used to find that incredibly stressful and would walk around virtually mute filled with rage 
uh, with like a sort of a palm massager attempt to remain calm while Marilyn's going, it's fine. You can, you can shoulder barge like five people. Um, <laughs> if you, if that will help you like get your stress levels down, that's an acceptable amount of stuff. And that was awful. Um, I don't is that about being social or is that about just being outside amongst lots of people and the hustle bustle of it and stuff? Possibly the latter, yeah. I, I, I guess I, I suppose what I'm showing is the two are easy to get confused, isn't it? It can be quite hard to socialise in in uh, in a controlled environment, and that's one of the things that for, for the last year that some of the people I know who really don't like being out in the world uh, have really benefited from. It's that lack of anxiety about being around a bunch of people and the lack of control that you have in that situation and having no expectations mm. on you to like come to this party. Nope um and cool uh i think that's that's been great for a bunch of people i've certainly enjoyed the not feeling like i had to go out i've uh, i feel like i've, I've liked to i like selective socializing i think rather than socializing by default we uh we've got three shows and uh and managed to get everyone together to do it you know the, the band and tech and yeah. the support and all that sort of stuff and everyone was happy with it and then it does a half chance of doing a show at edinburgh uh, although it's not going to happen, I don't think. But and I was like, yeah, let's do a show, and let's get it, let's just get it, bro. And uh, and then a couple of people involved were like, uh, I'm not even sure I want to go for a coffee at the moment. And then I suddenly thought, I went back to the first time I went to Edinburgh without any thought to the consequences whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely nothing has been learned whatsoever. I remember that conversation. <laughs> yeah, that was like your. Entry into it all, wasn't it? Just I'm just going to go yeah. to Edinburgh. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And so I've learned nothing. And uh, there we go. <laughs> where where are we all as individuals? How would you each kind of describe yourself, socially speaking? I, I myself, I, I I know that I love to be social. So actually, yeah. I really thrive off being around people. Uh, but at the, at the same time, we talk about social masks and things like that. Mm. I am aware that I'm probably very different around different groups of people are in certain situations uh, and that maybe that's changed over time as well but I'd probably generally describe myself as being extroverted. So um, as as uh, I, I definitely have known I always like being social obviously there's times where you sometimes want maybe something quiet or what have you um, but related to the social masks um, one thing that um, my first girlfriend actually pointed out to me uh, one time was she noticed how I had a very much visible mask I added so in a morning when I get up to go to work she said I can see you putting up all your shields as soon as you're heading out that door and yeah I would relax and to be totally honest like I came one of the things I came out of that relationship was I realized that I was weirdly hiding stuff from people I knew uh, and it wouldn't be like big things. It would just be a, a, a sort of persona. Whereas I definitely became a lot more open at the end of it because I had not realized how much I was like hiding from people. And ultimately for me, that was, I realized that's not healthy. I was literally ended up potentially putting stress on myself to present a persona. That You're not like that anymore, real. Neil, are you? Not generally, no. No, no. I think you come, come across as really open these days. And really, yeah. I mean, obviously, like uh, it, it's a case of I understand, like when if if I'm speak to someone and there's maybe I have information about something and it's a delicate subject that they don't know, I'm not going to just outright say something. But I 
I will potentially, obviously, find a way to go, how can I broach this subject? So, for instance, if, if I knew someone who, for instance, was wanting to go somewhere and they hadn't been told by a mutual friend that, oh, that's not happening, it's not my position to necessarily tell them. But it's a case of how do I do that? But that's probably the that's probably the only extent where that has come across a bit more now. Um, so. I think I've got to the point now where I've had enough of this sort of not going out, not doing stuff, and and not in a disrespectful or or, or unsafe way. Can I just hastily add? But I just I think any concerns I had about going out or whatever else uh, been uh, put in their place to be honest because. Um, I've missed it terribly, you know, just beyond more. I know that sounds obvious, but more than I thought I would. Yeah. So you're ready for it then, Matt, yeah? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And if you were to think about before all of this time, how might you have described yourself generally as far as kind of social stuff goes? Before COVID? Yeah. No, no, I I don't think so. I think think I'm just, I don't think I have that filter. I mean, I, I... I was talking to Mother Arthur the other day that I I, I was was sort of slightly worried. You know that old man filter that you lose when you get old and you say stuff that you (laughs) don't even think about? I don't think I should worry about too much. I don't think I've ever had it. I mean, I I don't think I've ever had that. I have no idea. No. No, no. Not for the time I've known. (laughs) So you've just been an old man for a long time, Matt, which is fun. The reason I asked about that is because I know, like, for me, I'm looking forward to getting back how things work. So that I can continue to be how I was, I suppose, for me to carry on doing what I've always liked to do. Whereas I'm very aware that for some people it could be that actually now I want to be more social than I ever was before. Or or it could be many other things as well. You know, now I'm actually for the first time ever, I'm struggling with the idea of being social again. And that was never a thing before. So that's why yeah. I was asking about the comparison to before COVID as well. But it sounds like, Matt, you're saying that you just want to get back to how things were before for you and you're ready for it now. Yeah, I think the only difference is it has been this sort of the dark year or whatever it's called. <laughs> you know, that, that, <laughs> that's, uh, I do feel like I'm ready to, um, and I, I, I'm not one of those people that think things are going to be the same as they were before. You know, I just don't think that's possible in some ways. And I don't want, yeah. want to be the same. But uh, I do want to get back to just seeing people you know that's that's really interesting because i'm not like i'm not like i'm completely on the other end of that but um i i would guess that before covid uh i thought myself as being pretty outgoing and i i guess Mm. i'm i'm quite good in company you know i'm i'm fairly loud socially and engaged and i do find it kind of energizing being with people um up to a point and I've never previously had the opportunity to have a year where I haven't been regularly socializing with people and where I've been able to just you know, stay at home, hide away with my partner and my cats, see people on a limited, but not, not quite planned, but like an intentional basis. And it's been really good for me. I'm, I, I don't want to go back to normal. I, w- I want to I go back to having this like degree of control over when I do stuff we've had like these morning meetings at work, which I find really useful for like, they just turn my brain on in the morning, like a little 20 minutes of contact with people really does the trick and wakes them up really nicely. In the last week we're phasing them out and I can definitely feel that on the days where we've not had that, that like general check-in. It's like, well, it's not so much that I don't really know. It's not that I don't know what I'm doing or what I need to do, but I feel somehow less 
um, I don't know, less mental, less mentally active because, you know, other people are certainly stimulating and I recognize that I need that on occasion for very small periods in order to get like charged up or whatever for the day. But I really don't want it all the time. I do find that. seems to be something about, about choice for you then, Nick. This obligation thing you were talking about before, you know, I'd rather mm. it be more controlled and choiceful. Why, yeah. why can't you maintain that, Nick? Is there, is there a reason why you can't? Good well, we, we, well, we may get dragged back to the office. You know, we'll, we'll see. That, that's sort of in negotiation. Um, right. You know, clearly there is a drive to get people back until you're back to normal. Um, I guess my, my, my point is that normal wasn't that great for a lot of people. Um, you know, it was just what we did. And we never really had a chance to reflect on it. You know, you kind of get, you don't really get a chance to have a year of being pretty introverted and solitary uh, normally. Um, and I found that really interesting because I've always like felt that I'm quite outgoing because I do lots of performancey type things. So therefore, I must be outgoing and extroverted and highly sociable. And I don't think it is. I think it's just that I'm trained myself well to interact in those social situations. I have a good social mask, which is that of like enthusiasm and like, yay, let's do things. But when I look at like the things I really like doing, um, that's sitting quietly reading a book, um, <laughs> sitting in the garden with a pint, uh, quietly reading a book, or maybe quietly playing with some Lego. Um, yeah, these these are not like social activities that, that are the things that, that you know that are the stuff that's right at the top of my list of stuff that I really want to do and not social activities. So I found that quite interesting, and it fits, you know, from how I was a teenager. You know, I wanted to read a book and I'd, I'd stay home and I'd sit very quietly in my room, quite happily with lots of those things. And I guess stuff changed with university and meeting more people. And in order to exist in these different parts of society, like work, you do need a social mask, which necessarily is slightly more, I don't know, more, more, of, more of you um, in, in order to, to sort of deal with other people around you. Um, but you can keep some of that, can't you? I mean, you can, you know, oh, yeah. I certainly, I mean, I've found out over the year that I just, I want to stop delaying doing what I've been planning on doing. And, and so, now I'm going to get on with it, and th- no that's matter cool. what happens, that's not going to change. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go back to you know some of the work I used to do, some events I do were you know fairly soulless in some ways, and so mm. I'm not going to do them anymore. Yeah. I think that's cool. I mean, I, I, I think I used to feel guilty a little bit about not wanting to go to things. You know, like three nights out a week is has maxed me out for any kind of like human interaction. Like I'm done at that point. Nonetheless, sometimes there are four or five nights out a week that you're supposed to go to. That, yeah, that might supposed is the wrong word, but you know, of things to be done. And maybe something. I'll maybe I'll be better about just going. Nope. Something <laughs> that uh, you uh, you say supposed is maybe the wrong word, but actually I think you've hit onto something there. Is that mm. uh, maybe a lot of people can feel this kind of pressure to 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 engage with stuff or a guilt if they don't. Mm. Or, uh, or just feel like there's something wrong if they're not finding this as easy as it seems to be for other people. So, I, I, given, given that we're talking about, yeah, given that we're talking about this in, in relation to mental health, well, that's relevant, isn't it? Because I guess so. This is our mental health in relation to our, it, to this, you know, how how it is for us to be social. What were you going to say, Neil? I I know several varieties of a similar type thing where basically people and maybe even I've experienced in the past a, a desire to commit to something. Something can be social, can sometimes be work related and stuff like that, mm. where you don't want to say no. And it's obviously it will vary as to if it's social, if it's work. But if you don't realise that you potentially might have a limit. Uh, or so if not a limit, something that you might want to go, you need to put the brakes on purely in fact that you're just going to 
overtire yourself is probably the best term, not overwork yourself, but certainly overtire yourself, be it socially or workman-wise, because you're trying to sort of say this. And it's it's something where um, both myself and my film Pixel, we were probably around the same time uh, as each other beginning to realise our limits uh, of potentially uh, committing to number of things. Uh, there were certain things that I know Pix was saying no to that I was not having issues saying no to. And then there were things where I think I was seeing that they were uh, committing to bits of work, which I would sometimes say, are you sure you want to do that? Because you've already got these things on as well. And it's it's something that can only be learned. And sometimes it only you only learn it when circumstances change for whatever reason it is. It might be that it might be that you've got work that takes a higher priority in your mind and you suddenly went, hang on, why am I not able to get on with this? And then you realize, oh, I'm doing all these social things. And then on social stuff as well, it might be because you really get on with your friends and maybe you've always traditionally done something with a friend and then they're doing this thing but you haven't realized i can't commit to it but you can't process the fact that yeah you're gonna just have to say no and it, it's it's it can be maybe a weird peer pressure thing uh but not intentional uh but also maybe just the inability to step back and maybe have perspective on your situation as to whether you should be doing it and don't just necessarily say yes Sometimes you need to be able to sort of go, do I need to think about this and maybe say no as well? Do you know what uh, about everyone? <laughs> go on, Matt. I was just going to say, I mean, one of the positives maybe out of all this stuff is just that people maybe have had a chance to, you know, if we've all talked about different views there, reevaluate what we think of being social and what we actually want ourselves. And, and hopefully we're, people will come out of it strong enough to, to say, you know what, <laughs> Thursday night, I don't fancy that at all. Uh, yeah. No, I hope so. That's a good point, isn't it? it? Everyone's really different about it, so maybe this has been a period for us all to kind of think, well, where am I in relation to this stuff? And if that means I'm going to be much more choiceful about what I do and don't do, great. And if that means I'm looking forward to diving back in because I really need it, I recognise mm. that, well, that's great too, isn't it? I was just so thinking is. that there's, some, there's something here about whether whether being social is is almost an effort for someone or if it's a need that is being fulfilled. That's very different, isn't it? Because if it's something it is. that is an effort and takes stuff out of it, it feels quite natural for you to have to monitor how much of that you're doing because of yeah. the potential impact on your well-being versus if someone really needs this. I guess it's not an effort, but at the same time, I guess you'd be wondering, why is that need so strong? You know, So many ways you could look at all of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Well, I mean, we all do enjoy other people's company. I, I'm just being like grumpy and isolationist as much as anything else. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I find being with other people very stimulating and I enjoy it. Um, and maybe we should try and figure out what it is that we actually get from being with other people then in these sort of social situations. For me, there's, there's certainly something about, I don't know, as, as a mental invigoration from bubbling with other people's ideas and thoughts in conversation, which which I like a great deal. I don't know. I don't really understand what it is, but there's, there's something about having uh, an extra range of thoughts added to your own to either expand your own ideas or to help other people expand theirs. And and although that sounds very highfalutin, I'm also just talking about chatting nonsense in the pub. Um, <laughs> you know, you just you're talking rubbish, but that doesn't really matter. You're still both expanding this 
God, it sounds really overly fancy. Intellectual framework, um, even though you're Oof. just talking about uh, about what the best kind of beer mats are for flipping, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 or which Transformers film is best. It, it, it stretches you you mentally, um, and I think that's what I like about it. But I, and I suspect I find that I can be mentally stretched too far, um, and then lose sense of I don't know, lose sense of myself, and therefore need to retreat a little bit to patch myself back together. I think I think another thing as well, because like, um, especially if you're interacting with friends or even making new friends, one thing that can come out of it is the fact that, especially if, it, if you're getting on with them well, and are you laughing my this door? It's got to be you, Neil. There's no way. <laughs> super <laughs> creepy. Super <laughs> creepy, Neil. Yeah. Neil lives in a house of the dead. The dead are calling <laughs> upon him. I just um, love how that started to play just as you started to speak. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a time where... <laughs> so, yeah, it fits perfectly um, with the really old lamp style behind you. <laughs> so, yeah, so with... Um... Oh, it's a parcel for me. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, so The Reaper um... brings his gift. <laughs> so... With, with 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 one thing that you can get is obviously if it's a friend that you get on with already or you're making a good new friend, um, it can be that you are able to bounce ideas that you are enjoying and you are res- that 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 bounce is expanding your own train of thought in ways that you find positive because it's something mm-hmm. that you could do yourself, but if you're able to do it with someone else, and it's why like you potentially call up a friend and talk about. Uh, maybe the sport that you enjoy and go talk about how that went or a TV show that you enjoy about theories of where it's going to go or what they could do with it and stuff. Um, this this week... Uh, so Shared saying, experience, then. Yeah. Something about, yeah. yeah. And, I and think that's what it is for me, is connection and shared experience. I think that's probably what I get from social stuff. And do you know, I, I, never, I never feel better than when I've had a conversation with somebody because i just i don't know what it is i mean i suppose that comes into the whole therapy thing isn't it you know that i genuinely and it, and it annoys people because when i have an argument with someone who i'm close to i actually immediately feel better afterwards because i've got it off my chest and i can't really remember what i said whereas obviously the person i'm talking to is still annoyed with me or or whatever that really annoying mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> thank you <laughs> Um, but I, I, I think what you both said makes sense. I, I guess what, what we haven't nailed down is what, what social interaction is, because when I think of, I, I like the idea that seeing being with other people and that shared experience of like makes your mind trip along merrily. But I think of other environments here in which are, I guess, social in a sense, work social, like team meeting meetings of some kind, where you're listening to people talk about things that aren't related to your train of thought and stuff. You know, I, I, they they feel like they're ostensibly similar situations you know you're with a bunch of people um talking about stuff but some of those conversations are really similar and interesting and yet some are not and really suck the life out of you and make you want to kill everyone in the room mm. um <laughs> uh, uh, yeah uh, we, we socialize in different in different contexts i guess and that's right so the different social mass that we have uh, you know at work or in whatever organizations that we, we function in so they, we have situations that appear like they should be social and yet don't seem to function in the same way. That has made me just think as well of a social interaction where you definitely have a social mask. If you are in socially interacting with someone and they are saying stuff you very much disagree with and you uh-huh. potentially are being very polite because you don't want to say... And that's where 
you definitely might be sort of. I, 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 if, if, I, if I'm in the situation, sometimes I might try and walk away from it in a very polite way, not to be rude and stuff like that. And that mm. I definitely would apply a social mask on, or I oh. might just try and present myself in a way that I don't want to show how absolutely much I have an issue with. Like if, if they're being <laughs> racist, and it's because of. I might call it out, but also I'm in a situation where it's not going to help doing so <laughs> type thing. That's something that a, a, a definite mask persona would come on. And so. How great to be wearing masks at the moment so that you can't see that on someone else's <laughs> face. That's, I found that's super useful. Easier. And they can't see you as you, as you get to just look, or look horrified at them. I don't know. I, I quite like those awkward I find those awkward conversations also quite stimulating. Um, they're, they're, I quite like social awkwardness. I find it. Uh, quite pleasing uh, as a thing to observe. Um, it's not always great to be in, but I, there's, there's something <laughs> delighting about it, about how strange it is. I don't know. Um, I'm still intrigued by the, this, what makes an interaction social and beneficial for your mental health and what makes what, something that looks similar not beneficial for your mental health. Um, I find strangers a bit more wearing because you don't have that initial connection. Also, you've but not same... necessarily got the prediction of where it might go because you yeah. can't them. Yeah, we've got new neighbours. I spent quite a lot of time chatting with them, like in the, out in the garden and stuff. And that's that's been that's been quite nice because it's retraining my brain to deal with other people. Definitely a useful thing. Um, <laughs> but still, I have no idea when they might stop talking. Um, <laughs> you know, is this going to be for ten minutes or is this going to be an hour and a half? Uh, I have no idea. I have no special cues for when this conversation might end or what would be a suitable like. <laughs> I'm going. Um, point. And that's weird. Very strange feeling. I, um, I, I was going to mention, I was mentioning earlier, so uh, on Tuesday, me and my friend Jason, who I do a lot of filming stuff with, his uh, very good friend had suggested uh, a uh, place in the Peak District where there is a crashed uh, American uh, plane. So we went there. So it was it was a bit of a walk from Layby, and that was quite nice, just doing a walk. And it isn't on a specific path. You basically follow a path, and then you've got to cross over and stuff like that so the exercise was really nice i met uh, and one of the reasons we we're going there we we're going to do some photos that we could potentially sell on stock sites and stuff the crash american plane was from a while ago i presume yeah it, so it crashed in uh, 1948 <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't it crashed t- 10 days ago i went let's go and have a look at this um, <laughs> <laughs> Still smoking. Mm, get some great holiday snaps with this. Um, so yeah, so we went there. So it was it was nice and social because obviously meeting up with a friend I know, and then there were uh, two of Jason's other friends as well who uh, I'd not met. So there was a nice social element of meeting some new people, as chatting, and also we were all generally taking photos of stuff as well. So we were talking and 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 learn about different things that each of us do, that could do slightly different things in the photos that we do in video as well. And obviously there was the element that you were interacting with other people who would be going on a walk to this area as well. And it was interesting and different because it's something that I've not experienced for a while. And afterwards, uh, we, uh, me, Jason and Carl went down uh, to Glossop, which was is the nearest town to there. And we got like some food from takeaway, and we found a pub that allowed you to eat in the beer garden, and then they got the drinks. And that was another interesting thing because obviously in the beer garden there were other people there. So all of a sudden we were experiencing interactions with other people on other tables, slightly not massively, but that's something that we've not experienced for ages as well. For them, sort of going, "Oh, you've got pizzas. 
oh, wow, we really want pizzas. Wish we knew we could have done that and stuff like that. Why are you people talking to me? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, but this, this curious thing of it was nice and pleasant, but I'd forgotten how that felt and stuff. Mm. And it's a very different thing because that's also another social interaction. And you definitely have a different social mask on there because you're being smiling to people. You're not introducing yourselves. You're just chatting and it's a little jokey and stuff like that. And that's, that's the end of your conversation. You may never see these people ever again as mm. well. And the same when we were up at, on the, the hills. Again, there were people that we were sort of saying hi to very, very briefly. And that was it. Did you you just mean that you'd forgotten about that sort of experience? Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if there's an element of me sort of maybe just thinking about it a bit more than I ever would if it had been yeah. a few years ago. But now I'm sort of going, it's something I've not experienced for a while, and I just fell back into doing it. But also mm-hmm. going, it's The curious. weird thing is it's become really novel again, hasn't it? It's become yeah. a novelty. That's what yeah. I've noticed. It's like, mm-hmm. is it? wow, it just makes you think it's... Look at where the way this last year has been, because now it's a novelty to be sat amongst people and just yeah. chatting. It's like that's I mean, that's pretty crazy, really. Um, it's pretty annoying. You annoying. were talking about well <laughs> what in what way? I went mean, out on a Monday night to a pub and it was full. Well, obviously get this thing over with and out of the way so they can do back to not coming out on a Monday night very much. Back so you're waiting for the novelty to wear off. Yeah, for the novelty to wear off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is clearly a very big topic, isn't it? Mm. I'm not not delayed again, again, am I? No, you're not. Only by like half seconds. I I think all of us are getting a weird bit of play, so don't worry, it's not you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All I was going to say is, I think this is clearly a very big topic, and and maybe there are different elements we can focus in on. But I, I just think central for me is the fact that we are social creatures we we i think we're built for connection and nick you were trying to really zoom in on well what qualifies as a social interaction and one that's good for your mental health versus not Mm. and i think whilst each of us has a different stance on it and we might have some some are more ready for it some find it a little bit more difficult some need different levels of it Mm. I'm, i'm thinking surely the universal thing must be that we do need some kind of interaction and some kind of sense of community and that's different for different people, isn't it? And so, so it looks like it. Um, I think that's what qualifies as being social, is, is being connected and in relationship mm. with people. Which, um, which makes me wonder, like, we have been connected over the last year, um, but we just haven't seen each other in person, which is strange. Yeah. Uh, I, so, I, there's, I guess, so there's clearly I guess, something different there, isn't there? Because mm, you know, there's a lot of people who are socially connected. We we are only connected by by phone call or or Facebook in the, in this modern age, mm. and. And although yeah. that's just like liking a picture of someone and their and their pets or their kids who you don't otherwise talk to and haven't spoken to for ten years, that feels like an interaction in a in a sort of trivially profound way. Like I have acknowledged that your life is still in existence, and I am pleased that it continues. And that for some people and for some relationships, that feels sufficient. You know, for like somewhat more distant family, maybe a phone call every now and again uh, qualifies and. And has that same feeling that you get meeting up with mates in a pub. Ooh. It seems to hit that that those those, those same buttons. So for some people, it's it a good really needs to be in person. Those Interaction those... and how we can connect has evolved over time, hasn't it? Yeah, we got, maybe we maybe there's options. another topic in that technology and yeah. stuff could be a topic in itself. I I, I was literally going to say that because like one of the things that are, that because I'm 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 using Facebook pretty much just for Messenger now. 
because I think I may have mentioned before, I I have issues with I just get random notifications on Facebook now that I would get anxiety to go, I need to click through them all, yet so many of them are literally not relevant. Someone I'm not spoken for to for 10 years that I met at a party once, uh, and it's told me they commented on someone else I don't know's profile. Uh, unfriend, like, unfriend. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I've just gone, I'm just, I, I, I'm not going to get rid of Facebook. I'm not going to do that. But it's a case of, I then realized, like, I, I still use, I use Instagram uh, because I can just browse it and I don't feel like I get notifications. Twitter as well, I get a few notifications, but not many. And I'm not stressed out over that. But then I also looked at it and go, but also a load of people where it was, as Nick said, I liked a photo of their kids. I liked a photo of them doing that. I've suddenly lost that connection. And that that public mask, there is a loss because it's not quite the same. And there's also the other sinister side where sometimes people are putting on a show that they themselves are not being truthful to themselves, that they're saying that something is okay when it isn't. And that can be bad because they themselves are trying to uh, and to say I'm having great fun at my job and it's like no you're not I can see that you're not type thing and stuff like that as well and stuff. sure you know, I, mean, I mean you could as easily get that in person can't you um, I guess Facebook makes some of those things easier which makes some kind of social interactions uh, less stressful but also on the other hand way more stressful because you don't you have you lack context and subtext we haven't got it in real life that whole mute for 30 days button that would be quite good in reality <laughs> well. but, but I, I mean, I, that would be really handy if you could um, put someone like in suspended animation for a month that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then just forget to turn it back on um, yeah. that would be a shame wouldn't it oh, Elon Musk oh no I've need? unplugged the power what a pity um, <laughs> oh, no. many options we're going to have to wrap this up soon aren't we yeah, we are. Yep, yep. Yes. Well, maybe we should do. Um, maybe we should do our closing thoughts. We've certainly um, strolled around the subject a lot. I think Wes is right. There's a there's a lot to it. Possibly more than we thought there was. Um, kicking off about how we interact with people and what, what the situations under which we interact with people and what we get from those different kinds of interactions and formats of interaction. Thinking about Facebook and Zoom and other stuff. Maybe, maybe we could, within our like closing thoughts, we could mention anything that we're doing in the next few weeks that. Is there something coming up or we're trying to interact or get out there and uh, how we feel about that? Yeah, I've seen some family people, which has been nice. Um, family people. That's, that's a natural description <laughs> of family, isn't it? Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that sounds awful. I've seen a group of people who identify as my family. I'm not sure about that. I, <laughs> I suppose it's probably true, and I'm happy to treat them as family for now. Mm, Mind yeah, you, you've got a through a family, haven't you? So I do have cats. Yes, this, this is true. Um, yeah, that just seemed like such a weird phrase as I said it. Um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this year has been odd, clearly, uh, on my brain in some different ways. Um, and I'll be seeing more family people um, in the next couple of weeks, which I think I'm looking forward to. Um, it will be nice to see them, but I'm very curious as to how it will feel spending a whole day with other people rather than just a couple of hours or a few hours on Zoom, which has had all of those nice aspects that I really like of, well, I'm going to leave now uh, and we've arranged to do this at this time um, with a set number of people and that I really I really benefit from. So it'll be interesting to see what it's like without the control over choosing to see people on the train or whatever. I have a lot of issues with this current time. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm going to go to the 
this afternoon, I think. Um, Matt, you're going to have to say that again because it literally just went into digital mosh then. You sounded briefly like a grandfather clock. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to go and have a wander around the Belper town in about an hour. Tremendously looking forward to that. Cool. Sounds cool. I'm the same as Nick, really. Just going to start getting some family visits in. But uh, one thing that's shifted recently for me is that the band is getting back together to do rehearsals and stuff. So that's hey. not really nice. That's just as much of a social kind of thing as it is, you know, getting back prepped for gigs and stuff as well. So that's been that's that's awesome. not really nurturing. Yeah. Possibly. I want to send you loads of gifts from the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Possibly one of the things that um, I, I just realised now what I actually really look, I'm looking forward to, and it's not going to be soon, unfortunately, is the um, friends who I'm still in contact with and occasionally obviously having calls with and stuff like that. There are a few where I'm suddenly going, at one time, we literally could just go and hang out with each other at the drop of a hat, and we can't really do that now. That's what I want to be able to do. Even if there's some sort of restriction in place and we have to do it, just the ability to be more mobile to go and see <laughs> our friends is something that I'm I'm looking forward to and such. That yeah, the freedom, the freedom of it, isn't it? I think that's... Big. Yeah, freedom to choose, mm. the freedom for spontaneity. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. Those well, yeah, it's been lovely like checking in with you all again today. Yeah, yeah no, it's been great, I and mean, we've definitely been so Yeah, see, this perfect interaction great. It's for an hour, I go away. This is grand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Until bad. next time, uh, then, yes, yeah. can, yes, I, can I do a very quick shout out for a friend of mine uh, whose podcast I was on this week? My friend's right. podcast is uh, the Improv Chronicle podcast, and we were talking about stage fight, and I was talking about mental health on that as well. So that might be quite nice to check out. So if people are interested, that would be quite cool. Brilliant. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. So we'll be back in yeah. like a month. Talking about yeah. something different. Um, if you had ideas or thoughts about what we've been talking about today, we'd love to hear them. Please send them to us. That'd be great. In the meantime, uh, look after yourselves and each other. If you've been affected by anything that we've talked about tonight, that's cool. We were kind of hoping you would be. If you haven't been affected by anything tonight, then that's great too. You're probably fine. Of course, if you say you're fine, there's a good chance you aren't. So you might also have been affected. And if you've been affected before, you probably will be again. Please talk to someone. It can get better, and together we can survive. We are what we overcome. And this poor little boy, grounded by the sun, by his side for some big strike.